previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. It seems that we have made it here to Norbrith. Would you be able to stop and help us for a little bit? We, we have a little uh, beast problem. A few weeks back, it took one of the children of the town. The children? Oh, that's not good. What kind of monster kills a child? I hear that there's a child dead, and I am going to immediately begin my journey upstream. Like, I'm gone. There is a stone statue sitting at the river's edge. Oh, it seems that we have a friend. Is this a, is this a golem? It is. Would you happen to know the whereabouts of such a beast that is wreaking havoc on our dear village of Norbury? And then it lifts its arm and points back downstream. Back to the town? God damn it. So Eve starts booking it back to the village. My dear Gagrin, do you know of anyone within your town that is versed in casting spells and using magic, the arts, if you will? An elf that moved in recently. They're our healer. And, of course, the Celestine of the church. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay real play D&D podcast. I'm Iggy Azalea's booty double, Chris the DM. You would choose, okay. <laughs> God damn it. That she? was a choice. That was a whole ass choice. Who goes next? I'm not even going to comment on that. Uh, this is Tisha Ipley Benny. Um... Season 12 RuPaul's Drag Race winner is going to be Widow Von Du. I've already called it. Yes. Um, oh, also, I am Jonathan, and I play Eve. I'm Mark, and I play Holgon. So this week, our, our question is... Our, our question is very telling, actually, and I'm very excited to hear about all this. So what were you like in high school? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Are we talking about, like, freshman year or senior year? Oh. I, like your general, your general high school uh, persona, there was an overall. There was a theme to you. Yeah, there, there, exactly. If you could sum it up, if you could sum up high school Mark or high school Jonathan or high school Tisha. Because um, t- in one word, I was a bitch. Um, <laughs> like, I was uh, feeling my roots, feeling my oats. Um, was like out, but not out to everyone. So I was frustrated about that. But and did everybody still know? I mean, everyone, like whenever I came out, like everyone, everyone was just like, yeah, bitch, we knew. Like, I mean, and it, I think it can all be attributed to the fact that I was like just an angry, angry black gay man uh, who just like, yeah, like I had to like be that bitch all the time. I had to read people for filth all the time. I snapped my fingers at bitches. And I'm just like, how the fuck also did you not get shot? Because I was an asshole. So, so I would say that, yeah, I was um, the sassy gay friend. But I didn't have any friends because I was mean to everyone. 
the end. You had acquaintances that dealt with you. Um, I don't even say that. Like, I don't even want to say like I. I wouldn't even say that. Like, they dealt with me, but even though like they would get close, I'd be like, mm, I don't want you getting that close to me. So, I kept pretty much everyone at a distance. Like, would you it, have considered yourself popular? Mm, I would say that everyone knew my name. Ooh. Okay. I would say that. Yeah, I would say that everyone knew my name. Um, but for not all the right reasons. For for good or bad, people knew my name. For good, because like I was a talented musician in high school, so like I could fucking play my instrument, and I was like straight A's as a, as a motherfucker. So like I was smart as fuck, but I was also arrogant, cocky, and a jackass. So I only got into a fight one time um, in high school, and that was with this guy named Redacted because he. <laughs> <laughs> He grabbed my ass while I was getting my instrument out of my locker, and it scared the fuck the French toast out of me because, a number one, you don't touch me. I I hate being touched, by the way. So he touched me and my no no area, and so like, I like swung back around, and I like slapped the shit out of him, <laughs> and um like I busted a blood vessel in his eye, um, and then like he tried to he like tried to fight me. The next day after he like got back to school, he, he like was tried to fight me. Yeah, and I was like, "Girl, ain't nobody trying to fight you. Like, like you you lost." So that he sure did. He came at me, and I picked up a tree branch and I started swinging it because I was like, what? I, "I don't. Well, I'm gay. I don't have to fight by straight people's <laughs> rules. I'm gonna knock the fuck. I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. Like, <laughs> fuck the dumb shit." We ended up having sex my freshman year of college. Um, what? <laughs> And that's that. <laughs> Next. <laughs> My story is over. <laughs> um, so I, I went to like four different high schools, so I never really had a persona per se, I guess. I mean, I played sports and I was in the AP classes. Um, I hung out with all of the ESL kids and the foreign exchange students. Oh. So I was like, Pretty big nerd, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was super cool. I never really asked. I just hung out with, uh, you know, whoever I thought was fun and would hang out with me. Mm -hmm. I was in chess club and eco club and played sports, and that's pretty much it. Okay, well... I, I was going to also ask you if you thought you were popular, but you didn't. You don't think you were popular, uh, do you? No, I mean, I was friends with a lot of people, but I, I guess I, the, the high school I'm thinking of, well, well, my freshman year of high school was horrible. I was, I was a pretty big uh, loser there. But then uh, the last high school I went to, Everybody was nice to me. I, I had a lot of friends. I knew a lot of people, but I wasn't popular, popular I, by any means. Like, nobody was like, ooh, Tisha. I was just that one chick that always went to church and was smart. I, oh, always went to church. That's, that's probably the most horrifying part. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> uh, I did leave that out, but I was uh, super religious to, like, a disgusting degree in high school, just trying to, like, find a place to fit in. I, so. oh, shit, I feel that. Really? Mm. Wow. Oh. Mm -hmm. 
I thought that so, uh, Jesus would save me from my devious ways, but... Oh, my God. He didn't. He just made me mean. <laughs> right? See? Me too. Oh, my God. Uh, Tisha, we're the same person. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. I think we all hide behind mean at that age, don't we? I definitely did. Oh, yeah. The mean end of religion? Like, I remember being 13 and, like, crying every time I masturbated. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to hell, you know? So, mm. oh, shit. Uh, anyway, um, God, Tisha, I, that, that struck a nerve. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that was so right on. And now my answer's going to be dumb. <laughs> oh, well, your answers but are that's usually... that's what I'm here for. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what happened with you? Yeah, so with me, I was, I had really long, like, long hair down to my shoulder blades. Uh, different colors. Normally it was black, but it was any color I could think of. I knew, I wore it in pigtails behind my head sometimes. Uh, black t-shirts that had some band that I never even heard before, but I thought it was cool. Jinko uh, jeans or... I can't remember the other brands, but like long black pants that had way too big legs and too many pockets <laughs> and too many chains and too many buckles. <laughs> and every jelly bracelet I could find. Oh, no. And they were never clean. They were gross. Oh, what were you doing with them? Never taking them off. Never. Uh, never taking them off. Christopher. And black eyeliner. Um. And people kind of liked me. I don't know if I was, like, well-liked, but I was nice. Like, I was nice and catty, which catty seems to ring well with people in high school. Yeah. Were you... So those jelly bracelets, was that that, like... And, and I missed that somehow. Either I'm too old or too young to have missed the jelly bracelets that they mean different things if somebody oh, breaks them shit. off. No. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Black means... Yeah, if someone takes off... One of your jelly bracelets, you're, or like snaps it off, you're supposed to do what the color is. And I remember that in my school, whenever I was in high school, and I'm oh, sorry, no, whenever I was in middle school, we were not allowed to wear the black jelly bracelets specifically because the black meant sex. Ah, oh, okay. Wow. So I like didn't if know any of that? Yeah. So if someone took off your your black jelly bracelet, you had to like have sex with them. Like, bitch, I'm not fucking you. Calm down. Red meant like. You love them or some bullshit. Green meant like a blowjob or something like that. Yeah. You know, some one of them was like people's like truth or dare. Yeah. Because we're all teenagers and we all discovered our PPs and Vajijis. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that so means like that you I wearing your hair that. in a pigtail. you wearing your hair in a pigtail meant that like you were a sloppy pig. I don't know. Like uh, that's the only thing I can think of. I wore my hair in pigtails. A lot. Well, right after high school, a lot. I guess I was a sloppy pig. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I have too many photos of that, and I'm like, why? Why would I do that? Why would I think that's cool? <laughs> why? Well, there's nothing. I definitely oh, I mean, rock pigtails all the time. I love my pigtails. If I had long hair, I'd still rock my pigtails. I don't care. So. <laughs> Um, any hoodle, Mark, how were you in high school? I was kind of, well, I was totally prepped because that was the area I lived in. Um, Chris can attest to my dyed spikes 
My bleach Those tips. frosted tips. <laughs> we saw them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, God, we're friends now, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, Shit. other than that, I was kind of a chameleon because I was just, you know, I was friends with whomever. So mm-hmm. that's just how I roll. Because, like, like, I didn't have any friends to begin with when I started high school because I went from, like, 45 kids to, like, 3,000. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a trip. So, all American, all around normal, mm. suburban life. Would you have considered yourself popular, Mark? Hell no. No? No. Uh-uh. You seem pretty Abercrombie and Fitch to me. I just... <laughs> what did the children call it? Acerbombie and bitch. That's what it was. Um, so I don't know, because you had to look for it. You were common white boy. So, like, I don't understand what made you unpopular. Well, I wasn't unpopular, and I wasn't popular. Oh. Well, I mean, I just floated. looked popular. 3,000 people, it's kind of hard to be popular. That's, That's true. true. Maybe if he was in That's a true. school of, like, 100 people, he would be, you know, homecoming king. and <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, no, no, no. I because I went to a school with like three thousand, four thousand. Like, yeah. But the thing, like, I didn't grow up with these people though. Oh, yeah. So like freshman year was like my introduction to like everybody. Mm -hmm. I had like no friends freshman year. Okay. Oh, that's unfun. That's why I asked, like, are we talking, like, freshman or senior year? All of it. It's all encompassing. Tell me about you. I was going to say, raise your hand if you went to your high school graduation. I did. Yeah. Uh, I did. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. My mom made me. Same, goddammit. Okay, why did you not want to go, though? Because why go? Why not? There's so many people that, w- that just walk across the stage. What's the fucking point? And I'm a, like, my last name starts with a B. I'm at the beginning, and then I gotta wait for all the other fucking my letters. My last name starts Hello? with Z. I have no <laughs> <laughs> Shit, was, that's right. Like, two people behind me, and their last name was Zang as well, but it had an H in it. Oh, oh shit. Mm, that was. Oh. I never well, thought about the other side of that. You know what? <laughs> okay, we have talked long enough. Let's get into the episode. Um, yes. We last left off. Uh, this is Nuisance and Norbury, part two. Mm, so, <laughs> yes, that. So you just entered a gnomish town of Norm, uh, Norbury. Gagrim has commissioned your your assistance in stopping some attacks that have been happening on livestock and recently a child. You met with a golem who has pointed you in directions and nodded to you because that's how they communicate. And now you just met Tanker, the elven healer. And there's some suspicions about who might be the culprit, maybe the Celestine, I'm not saying. Uh, Yeah, go ahead, take it away. I swear to God, if it's the Celestine, I'm killing her. (laughs) So, this is how we're going to play this little game, Christopher. Um, 
uh, my dear Mr. Tanker, uh, would you happen to know about the golem that sits upstream from this village? I, I don't really go upstream. And he turns and looks back at his paperwork on his desk. So I'm going to um, grab him, put him on my shoulder. Oh, my God. And we are going to the golem. So you're stealing a person. Yes. And, okay. Um, And I don't see why this would be an issue because the Gagrin is on my side. There's also a lot of other townspeople, though. You're going to be carrying a, a screaming medic. Yeah. Through the town. Benny's got that. Benny, Benny can handle that. And I was like, I can also just be like, he's killing your children. <laughs> okay. Uh, and he goes, put, put me down. Put me down. No, sir. We will not do such a thing. And so as I say that, um, I grab his neck and I'm going to wait until he's unconscious. Oh. Benny wanted to use deception on the people. Oh. I'm sorry. I have, I have a plus 10. Well, no, no. Well, the, they're going to see me taking the town healer out of the oh, city. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you still got, you still can use your magic girl. I mean, your, uh, your skills. So okay. I am going to choke him until he's unconscious. Okay. Uh, give, give me a strength check on that. 18. Yeah. Okay. He's unconscious and now on your shoulder. Okay. And so you walk out of the uh, walk out of that house into the town, and townspeople see uh, poor Tanker over your shoulder. How do you? Re- I'm sure you just keep walking. Uh, they're all staring. Oh no! I make this a whole. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm making this a whole moment. How do you exit the building then? So I say, my dear townspeople, it seems that we have found the culprit. Uh, in this scheme to hurt your babies, your poor, precious angel babies, and also steal your livestock so that you may suffer while this person sicks his beasts upon your town. I have a loyal friend right outside of these walls that is ready to come and help uh, us identify the person. If he is found not guilty, he will be brought back unharmed. But if he is found guilty, then he will be um, um, he will be terminated uh, 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 promptly. And guys, that's exactly what we would say if we found the real culprit and exactly what we would do. And we are just making sure that we're able to do it. So this is a practice run. Nobody worry. No. Uh, the healer <laughs> is in on it. We're going this way. <laughs> <laughs> the healer knows too. So Eve announces one thing. Benny announces another. Uh, yeah, give me deception, Tisha. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a nat 20. Bless. Plus 10. And uh, the whole town... Laughs seems to be put at ease as you continue to carry an unconscious healer out of town. Beautiful. Uh, You all make your way back to uh, the golem and the sun is beginning to set. 
And as you approach, the golem turns and stands up. Uh, I am going to stand on the other side of the golem. So I'm on one side. The golem is on in between me. Uh, the golem is on the other side, and the town is beyond him. So I am going to ask the golem, my dear golem, is the, inha- is the inhabitant... Um, is the person who is sending this monster to come kill that poor uh, true cabin on that poor town, are they um, still in the town? It's not going to answer, but it's more because of the question. Could you please point us in the direction of where this monster is currently? Uh, okay, it points back downstream towards the town. Which way is, is your creator? It points back towards the town. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so we can... So we can safely say that it's probably not uh, this dude? I would... My dear Benny, I do agree that it may not be our dear friend Tanka, but I do believe that we should go. Um, we should have him placed in an area that would be safest so that he may not, if in case uh, there is treachery afoot, he may not be uh, able to wreak havoc on the town. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. And are we going to do this with everybody in the town? (laughs) I think that'd be a good idea. I only have one other possibility. If I am wrong... Uh, and figuring out who is wreaking havoc on this town, then I will be at a complete loss. Okay. So um, I would like to, what I'm saying is I want to like, like put him in a jail cell if there is one, and then I'm going to make my way to the fucking church. So you're trying to find some sort of way to lock him up in the town. Yes. Uh, I can take care of that. Um, let's just bring him to the uh, guy that uh, imprisons animals. Uh, I'm sure he's got some... (laughs) He has some empty pens. Drag him. Uh, Yes, my dear Betty, if you could please go take care of that while I go speak. uh, I have some things to go take care of at the church. Will do. Sure. uh, We'll do the church part first. Uh... We yeah okay, fair okay. Hogum and Benny go to uh, Gagrim's place to imprison him like other animals, and Eve goes to the church. Uh, you walk into the church of Yonsei. It is another grand, uh, big building, opulent as hell, and inside there's a Celestine, and she says, "Welcome to the church, oh, founder." You, you Celestine, Celestine, what do you know of uh, individuals going missing in this town? Oh, you're talking about the child. A dear shame. The child and the livestock. Uh, we, I unfortunately don't know much about it. I have been praying to Yonsei, of course. My dear Celestine, you have been here for a year. It is much unacceptable that I have ne- just now heard about such incidences and travesties that have happened within this town. Well, I've, I've, of course, prayed the whole time, but the attack has not stopped. 
And as an envoy of our dear Lord Yonsei, you should have definitely alerted her founder. Of course. My apologies. But you are here now to assist. Yonsei has answered my prayers. Yes, uh, my dear Celestine, and please uh, impart your knowledge. Have you seen anyone doing magics that are not uh, uh, of the light? I do not mean to talk unkind of anyone, of course, but... That is neither here nor there. There are two people. The healer. The healer and his boy. His boy? He has a son. And where is his son? He runs away sometimes. He's a troubled soul. My dear Celestine, where is his son currently? Um, roll? No, you don't need to roll against a Celestine. Mm -mm. Uh, Founder, he is downstairs. He needed a place to stay, and I didn't want him outside. I took him in. My dear Celestine, is this boy that you speak of the reason why we are missing children and missing livestock? I, I, do, not, I do not believe so. He, he is kind, but troubled. My dear Celestine, I think you understand the repercussions of your actions. And as I say that, I go down to the down to the wherever the fuck I'm supposed to go. Okay. Uh, you can go down to the basement of the church. Uh, yes. There is a boy there just sitting, playing with a ball. Can I uh, do a perception check to see if there's anything, or perception check to see if there's anything around him? Just anything in particular around him? Yeah, anything in particular that could possibly harm me. Or maybe he's, like, being restrained or something. Uh, or he's playing with a... Yeah, he's not yeah. being restrained. He is just sitting in a room. All that's down there is a cot, uh, the ball, a small desk, chair. Nothing, no weaponry that you can see. No weaponry? Okay. And also, can I check to see if maybe there are the scattered remains of an animal or a child? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just bones all over the ground. Uh, no, the... the, the you, you, you don't see anything just walking into the room. Uh, if you'd like, you can give me a perception check on the boy, though. Okay. That is... Uh, uh, 17. Uh, all right. You can see that there are some uh, scratch marks on the boy's arms and uh, on his knuckles. You can tell that he's recently uh, been in a scuffle. Uh, good evening, my young... Uh, what do you call children? I don't know. Uh, my young boy. Yeah. Good evening, my young whippersnapper. I am St. Eva Laurent, and you are in this grand building that I myself have founded. How did you come across uh, knowing my Celestine? She's really nice. She uh, she let me stay here. I 
once the church opened, we started going. Oh, I love that we have found the light in Yancey. Yancey, be with you. Now, my dear boy, what is your name? Uh, Luthius. Mr. Luthius, uh, a pleasure to meet you. Why are we staying here when our father, uh, Mr. Tanker, has his own house? He doesn't... He wants me to be a healer, and I like doing other stuff. Other stuff like what? Because I also uh, used to do other things as well, but I found the light in Yonsei. I, I just like creating things. I like elemental stuff. Creating things like golems, boy? Yeah. Is that your golem upstream? Yeah. My dad made me tell him to wait. Wait for what? Just wait so he wouldn't come back. My dear boy, who? My dad doesn't want him around. Our golem? Yeah. But such a prized artifact that you have created, and my, my, I do declare that it is, you must be an intelligent young boy to create such a, uh, um, to create such a thing uh, at such a young age. You should not be hiding your skills and your arts. You should be showing them to the town. You could possibly become famous for such a thing. If my dad let me, I would. I'm just waiting to leave. Once I become old enough. My dear boy, I also see that you have these scratch marks on your arms. What happened to you? I ran into the... The thing that's been attacking the town, I saw it. And you tried to fight it? I tried to get away. You tried to get away? What, do you happen to know what it is that is attacking you? Yeah. Did you get a close enough look, my boy? Yeah, I, it, it bit my leg, and he lifts up his pants and reveals a big bite mark on his calf. Okay, and I, have, yeah. uh, I have a plus one in nature. Can I maybe identify what it is by that? Yeah, for sure. Go for it. Okay. Oh, bitch, 19 plus one. Uh, you can tell that they are... Uh, they look like wolf marks. Like a, oh, so not a werewolf. I'm trying to see if that would be something. Yeah, it's a werewolf. You can see, you can tell it's a werewolf. Uh, my dear boy, do you know that you have been bitten by a werewolf? What? No. Yes, my dear boy. And unfortunately, you are to become one as well as the night moon turns full. What's going to happen? Well, it seems, if I recall correctly, that in order for us to make sure you do not uh, carry on uh, the, the, the path of carnage, uh, we are to kill the creator of you. Uh, would you happen to know uh, which direction the beast went after you were able to get away? I just ran home. I was... I was going to visit uh, Jonik. That's the name of the golem, Jonik. I was visiting him, and on my way back, I, it got too dark. 
So, boy, you know that your, your dear golem is betraying you and saying that you are the one that's attacking this town. How long have you been attacking the town? M- me? I-, I haven't attacked anything. And so I say, uh, my dear boy, there are children going missing and there are livestock going missing. And with this bite mark, it seems that the town would implicate that you are the one. No, this just happened. How long ago, boy? Uh, the same night the other boy went missing. I saw it and interrupted it, and I ran. I didn't think to save him. I just tried to get away. It... And so I say, my dear boy, we don't have many options for you. I would say that, um, do I... Like, can I lock him in silver? <laughs> do you have a way to do that? Uh, it's the Church of Yonsei. I'm sure, sure we got some silver somewhere, bitch. We're a <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, you, you want to somehow make a cage of silver? I'm, I'm... No, I just want to, like, bind him wrist and ankles in silver. Sure. So I'm sure, yeah. So I'm going to uh, go back up to the Celestine. Take some chains, uh, some very uh, like illustrious, uh, uh, cute as hell uh, jewelry, and bind him in silver. Okay. It seems my it seems my boy that in order for me to make sure that it is not you that is attacking this village, I need you to stay down here no matter what. Oh, okay. I... So this may be painful, boy, and so I'm going to start wrapping him up in silver. All right. Uh, as you wrap him, you he's he twinges with uh, pain. Just <sighs> that's what I sound like when I start bottoming for the like. All right. <laughs> um, and so then I go back upstairs, and I'm going to look for Benny and Hogan. Okay. Uh, Benny and Hogan. Have reached the has reached Gag Gagrim's house, and Gagrim says, "So is it him? Did you figure it uh, out?" So uh, we don't think so, um, but uh, he's very um, worrisome. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> worrisome, and we need you to. Uh, do you have any pens that aren't being used right now? Or even if maybe they are being used, but uh, non-lethal animals in them, that we can stick this guy in? Sure. Pick one of the pens. Have at it. There's a okay. pens out back. Plenty of them. You can throw them in one of those. Okay. And then... Like where you put pigs or something? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't have any... Like, sure, there could be stuff with a, a, a lid on it. Like a chicken coop. Totally caged. I had everything free range in my head, but oh, um, okay. But like, or maybe like a tie out. We could just yeah tie on a tie out. Tie him to the fence. Why not? Yeah. Tie him out. Let's do that, and we just tie him out. Oh, is Eve gonna like tie him up? No, we are. You and I are. are. Have I reached? Have I reached Gagrid yet? Sure. 
I was going to say, yeah. didn't you say you were coming? Uh, Eve now has joined them, uh, and our healer has been tied to a fence, still unconscious. Okay, so I don't say anything. I start ripping his clothes, and I'm going to inspect him. Who? Tanker? Tanker. Whoa. This is weird. What's going on, Eve? Why are you undressing this guy? Someone wants to jump his bones. And so it seems uh, that we are different. Tanker has not been telling me the entire story. He has a son, and his son, Benny and Hogan, I would prefer that we do not... Uh, that we keep this under wraps, my dear friends. But it seems that his son is a werewolf. Oh. I am going to check this tanker's body for bite marks to see maybe if he is also one. Do I see anything? Uh, give me an investigation. Can we all investigate? Because I rolled a yeah. three. <laughs> you found a penis. <laughs> uh, wait, investigation. Fifteen. Two. So. <laughs> 17. So Eve and Hogum uh, just notice a naked body. As they're turning him, Benny, you notice that there are some uh, healed wounds uh, on the uh, on Tanker's back that are bite marks. Oh, man. Looks like this guy's been bit. Okay. So, so if he's if the son's a werewolf, then he probably became a werewolf. Uh, maybe because of this guy. If we kill him, then maybe the son will be cured. But that is his that is his father. Yeah. Yeah. My my <laughs> dear Benedetta, <laughs> he is also a healer of this town. Um, I mean, I'm sure we could, like. Find some. I have some extra gold. Maybe we can give him some healing spells or something, or healing potions. Uh, so I say, my dear Benny, you are. Uh, I remember you being wiser than this, and so I say it would be within our best interest to maybe have certain things ready for him upon his awakening, so that we are able to uh, get the necessary information from him, as well as do our best to keep him alive. Okay, so keep him alive. Leave them both to be werewolves in this town full of children and animals. It, if, uh, if you uh, do believe, Miss Benedetta, uh, that I have left our baby werewolf uh, downstairs in the church of Yonsei in the basement uh, without uh, proper restraint so that it may not wreak havoc upon this town, then, my dear girl, you underestimate me. No, I mean, I, I think that that's a good idea. Um, I also think it might be, and, and like, hear me out, a good idea to just kill this guy, and then the son uh, can stay alive. Unfortunately, Miss Benedetta, I do not believe that death is uh, murder, if you will, is the only option. Yeah, but he has uh, most likely killed a lot of uh, children, has killed a child. So... I mean, we do not know that for sure. He does. He does de, uh, deserve at least a fair all trial. Right. Let me slap him and wake him up and ask him. Well, no. Before she you do that, Miss Benny. No. <laughs> you need it. I was like, we could have bound him in silver too, so that he didn't have a chance okay. to paint. I mean, he's tied up right now. You know, but he's not tied up in silver, honey. He's a werewolf. He ain't weak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like, no, you already. Yeah, no, Benny, you slapped no, him. Benny slapped him, and he. Uh, you slapped him away. <laughs> he. Uh, he now. Uh, Clothing removed, 
tied to a fence. What? What is going on? Uh, my dear Mr. Tanker, it seems that you have fallen prey to the full moon. You have already wreaked havoc across this village. I don't know what you're talking about. Let me out. We know of the bite marks on your back that you have tried to heal and uh, keep secret from us. And he, uh, he stops wriggling and his head sinks down. Speak now. We'll move. We'll move. Just let me out. Mr. Tanker, no, sir. Have you been the one that has killed a child? I don't mean to. Well, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and you, my dear sir, have gotten your ticket. We do not kill children around here. How have you not been... You are able to track the... the, the uh, you are able to track the full moon. Why haven't you tied yourself up correctly so that you are not able to wreak havoc upon this town? I'm, my strength isn't as good when I'm in a human. I'm not strong enough to tie myself. You could have alerted this town of who you were so that they may, uh, they may be able to help you in your endeavors and keep yourself here as a villager and as a healer. They'd make me move. They always make us move whenever they find out. So moving as opposed to killing an innocent and poor defenseless child. And what's this is that your son has almost fallen prey to you himself. I'm terribly ashamed of that. I can't control what I do, but I, I know I'm doing it. And so I am done because if all he has to say is sorry. All right. Uh, so, you know, there's a very strong golem at, uh, down by the river, uh, that you could, if you could find its creator, you can have the creator as a golem to hold you, uh, or, you know, um. That golem. I mean. I, I don't like that thing. And why do we not like this golem? It's my son's. You mean the son that you have turned into a werewolf? Thank you for pointing that out again. Yes. Well, you know, it seems that your agenda is all that you care about. Your son is not allowed to uh, create and use his magics, and now your son must live the same life as you. My dear Mr. Tinker, you are a very selfish father, if I may say so myself. Do you have kids? No, and if I did have kids, I agree with you that I would raise them much better. Mr. Tanker. You're probably right. So I do declare that it would be within your best interest to go to this golem, have yourself held accountable. And in the daytime, whenever we are uh, ready to handle you, you will be put to trial uh, with the town and we will then discuss your fate. So you want him to be held down by the golem mm-hmm. for the night. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to fuck him up in the morning. No, we're, no, we're not going to fuck him up. He's going to be held into a fair... Tri- he's going to be given a fair trial. Are you carrying him there? Or how are you... Are you trying to, like, persuade him to walk over to the golem? 
I am going to Miss Betty. If you could please go to our church of Yonsei. You have much pull with them as well. Could you please bring us more silver chains? Oh yeah, I can definitely go do that. Exactly. Okay, so Benny goes to the church, grabs new silver chains, starts to come mm-hmm. back, and who's putting the chains on the on uh, Tanker? I am. You are. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you begin to put the chains uh, the chains on him, he also uh, lets out a grunt of pain, and then his body starts to morph. Oh no. As his body starts to morph, am I seeing this? Oh, yeah, you're seeing it. Um, I'm going to... Uh, oh, this is sad for him. I'm going to pull out my sword in yell formation. <laughs> uh, remind us what that does, because this is your extra special weapon. Okay, so as I yell, um, so the, um, if I were a blade as my sword and, um, if to the, to the, um, un, um, to the ones that are not blessed by Yonsei, it looks like an ordinary sword, but if you are the founder himself, uh, when you scream for, or whenever you say the words formation, the, uh, blade then emits a, um, uh, I'm sorry, the hilt then emits a blade um, that I may uh, strike against the Michelles of this world. Uh, so then I yell formation um, and I'm going to plunge it into his back. Uh, give me an attack roll and I'm going to roll, roll initiative. This. Yeah. That was 16 plus four. And I'm behind him. You're behind him. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm giving you the first attack and then we're rolling initiative. So your, your roll was a 20, right? 16 plus four. Yes. All right, cool. Give me some damage then. Okay. And then Hogan and Benny and Eve all roll initiative as well. I don't understand why why the golem would tell us that the bad guy was still in town if the bad guy was not in town. I got a six. Because the son didn't tell his father. Like he didn't. The son didn't know he was going to turn into a werewolf. And he probably didn't think to tell the golem, like, oh, by the way, if anyone asks, like, just lie. Yeah, that's part of it is the golem didn't necessarily know everything, and that's why I had him not answering questions, because... Ah, I gotcha. I do uh, six damage to the... um, to the, um, to the werewolf. Six? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I got an 11 for initiative. Oh, and then my initiative is... Uh, 12. And Mark, unmute yourself and ask an uh, initiative. Uh, did you hear me? I said uh, six. No. All right. 
Eve plunges, uh, if I were a blade, into the werewolf, it lets out a uh, roar, and then it is the werewolf's turn. Because mm-hmm. I rolled an 18 for initiative. And it is going to... Uh, first, it's going to try and bite Eve. Okay. And it rolled a nine to hit, which does nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and then it's going to try and claw at you, Eve, again. Okay. And it swings its arm. Oh, my God. I rolled a five again. So nine. Delicious. Cool. Well, that was fun. Uh <laughs> Do I have it pinned down because I stabbed it in the back? Uh, I wouldn't say pinned down. It turned around at least able to swipe at you. It's not oh, tied okay. up anymore because you did not get the okay. chance fully on it. I didn't. So it is now just kind of crouched down on the ground in front of you, Eve. And now its back is to Benny and Hogan, I think, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, that's that. It's dead now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eve, it's your turn first. Okay. Um, I should have made this a harder wear something. Wear tiger. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, wear possum. <laughs> the devious wear possum. Yes. It's been a while since uh, I've gotten to hit anything. I need to read up on my stuff. Are werewolves humanoids? Yes, they are. They are humanoids. Ah, fabulous. I am casting Hold Person at level two. It must make a wisdom saving throw. It has a plus zero to wisdom. Fabulous. I love where this is going. Nine. Oh, my God. (laughs) So um, let's just just go over what, uh, you know, Hold Person does. (laughs) Choose a humanoid that you can see within range. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. On a success, the spell ends on the target. Okay. So on its next turn, all it can really do is make a saving throw then, right? Yes. Cool. Yes. And then I look to Benny and I say, my dear Benny, I understand that uh, our wolf friend is the murderer of the child and our our dear animal uh, friends. Please make sure that whatever attack you do against it is only to incapacitate and not murder it. Him. He has a child. Okay. So does that end your turn then, Eve? Yeah, that's going to end my turn. Okay. Benny, you're up. Um, Benny is going to use her whiplash. Okay. Um, it's slashing damage. And to hit... Fourteen? Uh, oh, that hits. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, rolled a, I rolled a six. Uh, I have a plus eight on the... Uh, whiplash to hit. Okay. And then, so I have plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls. Oh, so plus one to attack anyway. Um, this magic weapon has seven charges. The whip regains one d 
After you successfully hit a creature with this whip, you can expend a charge to force a creature to make a DC 13 constitution saving throw. Uh, on a failed save, the creature is stunned until the end of my next turn. But it's already stunned, right? It's paralyzed. It's paralyzed. So stunning isn't going to do anything anyway. <clears throat> All right. Uh, you're still rolling Unless for an attack can... then, though, right? Yes. Okay. Unless you wanted uh, to do something else. Like, you still want to use your whip, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Go for it. Give me a roll. 1d4. Um, so I got seven damage for that. Okay. And then I get the... Um, it's a... It's been a while since I re- I did the sneak attack thing. Um, so I deal an extra 3d6 damage. Um, yeah. That's... Okay. Um, Wait, it's made an attack, the though. The bracers... Isn't it before it's made an attack? Okay. (sighs) All right. You don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it, uh, which is Eve. Uh, Okay. uh, And I don't need it. Wait. I'm trying to read this. You don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it. That enemy is incapacitated and I don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay. So Eve's not incapacitated, and I don't have disadvantage. Cool. Very good, then. And plus my bracers give me something else. So um, plus four more damage, one more damage, and six. So plus 11 more on top of uh, the seven. So 18 damage total. Damn. Okay. 18 damage. And I hide. And she hides. Okay. And I hide. Yeah, because why not, right? Don't you have to roll for the hide? Uh, it's no, it's uh, it's my cunning action. I oh, okay. Take a bonus action on each turn. Its back is turned towards you anyway. It's not going to see where you hide. You can hide behind I don't know, boxes, crates, a shelf, a person. Yeah. You can hide behind Gagrim. Hogum. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, you can hide. Uh, does that end your turn, though? Yes. Hogum's turn. I don't think I have that net. Because I was going to throw the net. You don't need to throw the net. He's already paralyzed, Hogum. That's also yeah. true. Oh. Just attack him. Uh, am I close enough to do Warhammer? Yeah, I mean, you can get there at least. Okay. Warhammer, roll me an attack. Oh, shit, six. Uh, That does not hit. You swing the hammer, and it lands right next to it. You don't have a plus for your Warhammer? Oh, plus six? It's a plus six on it? Hit slash DC? Mm-hmm, yep. Oh, so then, what'd you get a twelve? Yes, a twelve ties. So yeah, it hits. Okay, one d eight plus five. It should have been a wear giant, <laughs> a wear behemoth. I should have done okay, something. Okay, so mm-hmm. I got an eight plus five. So was it thirteen? Wait, you rolled an eight? Yeah. Okay. So thirteen damage. Okay, it is uh, officially bloodied. 
Great. My turn. It's got a turn, too. I thought I... Oh, okay. Okay. Is your turn over, Mark, or are you using your... Because uh... you have an extra attack. You can attack twice, Mark, right? Because you're a fighter? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, you've got extra attack. So you can roll the Warhammer again if you'd like. Oh, shit. Um, could I do Magic Missile? Sure. All right, so I'm going to cast that. All right, so roll me a D4. You rolled a two? Yeah. Cool. So it's two plus one per missile. So it's three damage each missile, three missiles, nine more damage. And now I believe that ends your turn, yes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, It is the werewolf's turn. Wisdom Uh, saving throw of 14. (laughs) Yeah, all it could do is a wisdom saving throw. And it rolled... A 15. Yes. So So it has broken free. And that's all it can do. But that's all it can do. That ends its turn, right? Uh, Yep. Hi there. (laughs) Eve, you're up. I am casting Divine Smite. I have rolled an 8 plus 4, which is 12. I get to hit it. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes. Now then, because I am using If I Were a Blade... When using the Divine Smite feature, instead of rolling D8s for damage, the damage die is replaced by D10s. If you have advantage on attack and use your Divine Smite feature, you can... Oh, uh, I don't have advantage anymore. Mm-mm. Ooh, you're, you're right. He, he got, uh, uh, he got with saved Hogum, by the bell. Hold on. With Hogum being uh, on the opposite side of it, it's technically flanked, so I think you would have advantage. Fabulous. So that means I get to add an extra D10. Holy so, shit. I am going to, in my Divine Smite, I'm casting it at level two. Divine Smite, I have two D10 plus one more D10 because I have advantage. And since I'm casting it at level two, that's another D10. So I'm hitting it for four D10. Holy shit. Should have made this a were whale instead. <laughs> so then, and this is trash. 10, 30, I hit it for. 16 damage. Uh, Out of 40, 10, you got 16? <laughs> I got a 6. I got a 6, a 4, a 2, and a fucking 3. <laughs> and then I get a plus 1 because of my goddamn weapon. Oh, wait, no. I get another 1d10. For, oh, no, no, that's it. That's it. That's 4d10. Fuck the police. Uh, all right, 16 damage. My question to you is, is it lethal? Because you mentioned to uh, Benny you didn't want it to be. No, it is not lethal. I cut off its leg. Okay. Uh, You cut off its leg, and the werewolf passes out, still in werewolf form. Can I use... I think they say... Is there a a fire around here? Back by the river. Is there like a a torch or anything? Oh, to catarize it? Is there like a torch or anything? Yeah, there's a... 
plenty of hot area. Yes, there's flames, abundance. There's torches galore. I'm going to grab a javelin. Um, I'm going to grab one of my javelins, use it to heat up the, uh, use the we're flame to heat up the livestock. javelin. We're at a livestock, dude. You could just use one of his um, branding branders. things. Yeah, I'm going to brand his leg. I'm going to use that to cauterize his leg and keep the leading d- down. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, you do so. Uh, as you're doing that, the werewolf body slowly turns back into Tanker's body. Still passed out, now branded below the hip, knee. The leg, I don't know, wherever I kept the bleeding from. Mid-thigh. Wherever... Mid-thigh, sliced off. Yeah, oh. I sliced off his leg. Um, I'm going to cauterize it and then bandage it. Uh, say a prayer for him, and I'm immediately going to book it to uh, the Church of Yante. Yeah, that's good. We will. Uh, we have a almost slain werewolf, a, a one-legged, a, a uniped werewolf. Uniped? That's probably what a one-legged creature is called. Yeah. I don't, honey. I don't know. We've got a, a, a branded leg. Yeah, poor Tanker has been taken out, no longer in werewolf form, and is now missing a leg. We've got a young, troubled soul, what we don't know what's going to happen with yet, and a rock golem. And uh, I can't remember his stupid name every time. Gagrim. Gagrim. I want to keep saying Ragnar, and it's not correct. <laughs> Ragnar's going to be something at some point. Gagrim. Uh, Gagrim has been watching the whole time. Still sitting on the uh, counter, staring at you, mouth open. And that's actually a really good point to end the episode. We finally had a battle again. We've used our weapons. It's been so long. It's been so long. Would you call it a battle? I'm going to make the hardest fucking enemy next. (laughs) It's the boy. The boy is the hardest enemy. (laughs) Yeah, you guys are in for a fight next time, too. Don't you worry. (laughs) <laughs> you little fuckers okay. more battle will come soon next week on roll gay roleplay thanks for joining us again everybody i am chris the dm you can find me on twitter at chris the dm and you can find the podcast pretty much anywhere at roll gay roleplay i'm tisha you can find me on instagram at the number one tish the number one i'm jonathan and you can find me on instagram as well at eugene underscore J90. That's E U G E N E underscore J90. How many times have you changed your Instagram handle? Why don't you let us finish the episode? Okay. Well, <laughs> you can go to rollgayroleplay.com. I'm Mark, and you can find all our shit there. Perfect. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Love you.